This podcast is an examination of the historical research of William Branham and his message cult following. William Branham was a minister in the gambling town of Jeffersonville, Indiana, just across the river from Louisville, Kentucky, as early as 1933. He came in contact with the Reverend Roy E. Davis, an official spokesperson for the 1915 Ku Klux Klan, and later Imperial Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan. Davis introduced Branham to the Pentecostal faith and the art of faith healing, which would later be introduced into Branham's stage persona as he took his place among the evangelists in the post-World War II healing revival. Branham is credited by some as being a catalyst for the Latter Rain Movement and Jim Jones of People's Temple. This podcast is not sympathetic to the views of the Ku Klux Klan that William Branham held, but it is disturbing and warrants research. This podcast is an examination of that research. You can find more about this research and other topics on the website william-branham.org. Join us as we turn back the pages of time and examine the controversial issues of William Branham and his message. When asked the question, what was William Branham's message to the people, it's surprising how many different answers that you'll receive. Each sect within this religious following interpret the recorded sermons to support their particular platform, and those platforms do not fully align in all cases. But the most common answer, the one that William Branham himself seemed to support, is that he came to prepare the way for the second coming of Christ. The prophecy of Malachi describes the return of Elijah. Before the Messiah came to earth, God promised to send a messenger to prepare the hearts to receive the Son of God. And most Christians and followers of William Branham agree that John the Baptist was the fulfillment of that prophecy from chapters 1 through 3 of Malachi. And if Branham's message fully aligned with the scripture, it might even seem that Branham was trying to bring the fullness to that which was the shadow of the Old Testament. But if we examine the two messengers, Branham and John, do we find both men handing the reins of control over to Christ to fulfill the scriptures. As John was baptizing near Salem, John's disciples noticed that Christ was baptizing his followers. And they raised an objection because the people were starting to leave John and to follow Christ. It says, And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, He who is with you across the Jordan, to whom you bore witness, look, he is baptizing, and all are going to him. But John answered, A person cannot receive even one thing unless it is given to him from heaven. You yourselves bore witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. The one who has the bride has the bridegroom. The friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him 
rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is now complete. He must increase, but I must decrease. That's John chapter 3, 26 through 30. There were several following John, believing that he was the fulfillment of Malachi's prophecy. But though scriptures announced his coming, it was only a faint glimmer that paled in comparison to the light that had entered the world. John made sure that his following knew that if they did not, that they were not to become his followers. John told them that they were to follow Christ. They were to become Christians, not Johnites. It says, He who comes from above is above all. This is John responding to his disciples. He who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks in an earthly way. But he who comes from heaven is above all. He who bears witness to what he has seen and heard, yet no one receives his testimony. Whoever receives his testimony sets his seal to this, that God is true. For he to whom God has sent utters the words of God, for he gives the Spirit without measure. The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. Whoever believes the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. That's John chapter 3, 31 through 36. While the account given of John the Baptist describes a complete fulfillment of Scripture, John the Baptist shining a light towards the one that had entered the world, Branham's light seems to have come and fizzled out before the return of Christ. From 1965 until today, we have a world of people that have long forgotten Branham's light. Many true hearts in the Christian faith have never heard that a messenger came to prepare the way. And what remains of that message has gradually become distorted into several different viewpoints. There is one sect within Branham's following calling themselves the Third Testament that teaches that the world has missed the rapture and that we are now living in the new millennium. Sadly, and though misguided, it would seem that this group aligns with scriptures more than the rest of the following. The messenger did come. His announcement of the second coming went forth to the nations. But then every single passage of Scripture associated with Christ's return was left unfulfilled. Every one of them. There was no handing over the reins. The only way to reconcile this is to convince followers to believe that scriptures describing the return of Christ are given in symbolism. What do you believe? Do you believe that Christ came to the earth 
in the form of William Branham. Was Branham correct when he said, the Elijah of this day is the Lord Jesus Christ? Or are you looking towards a full and completed fulfillment of Scripture, leaving out no details? Ask yourselves this question. Thank you.